Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that because we have met together here today, life may grow greater for some who have lost faith in it, simpler for those who are confused by it, more secure for some who would escape it, happier for some who may be tasting the bitterness of it, safer for some who are feeling the peril of it, more friendly for some who are feeling the loneliness of it, and holier for some to whom life may have lost its dignity, its beauty, and its meaning. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. have ever prayed a Psalm 91 prayer? And I don't mean praying Psalm 91, just, you know, because we all just did that. But how many of you have prayed a prayer that talks about the same things we get in Psalm 91? Because you have made the Lord your refuge and the most, God, most high your habitation, there no evil shall happen to you. I believe in you, God. I believe. I'm faithful. I go to church. Nothing bad should ever happen to me. I think we must skip this half verse where never shall any plague come near your dwelling because... Well, that didn't work. <laughs> but then we keep praying, so God, God, because I'm so faithful, because I'm so good, because I believe, your angels will watch over me so that not even my toe will skim a rock. Have you ever prayed a prayer like that? Yeah? And maybe not exactly like that, but I pray a, a, a paraphrase of this prayer, particularly when taking off on an airplane. And, well, if I'm honest, descending too. Um, and it often sounds like this, dear God. Oh, God, here we go. I love you so much. I love you, God. I love you, I love you. Did I mention I love you? Please, please, please let everything be okay as if somehow my love alone were going to keep that plane where it was supposed to be. But we pray prayers like this. We do. Whether we logically mean them or not, emotionally, we do believe that our faith, that our belief, that our love of God should protect us, should bring to us good things, should keep the people that we love safe. So a little show of hands. How many of you have ever had anything bad happen to you? <laughs> How many of you have ever had something bad happen to someone who you thought was a really good person? No. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand about, you know, bad things that happen to people who you thought totally deserved it. But we do. Oftentimes I find myself, oftentimes I find myself saying, that's not fair. God, how could you let that happen? 
She has three kids. He is the kindest person I've ever met. They didn't deserve that. Yeah, we pray Psalm 91 prayers a lot. So why? Is it because we think that we can trick God by our love into doing only good things? No, I don't think so. In our lesson from our gospel today, from Mark, we get the sons of Zebedee. We don't name them like that anymore. But we do name them James and John. And so the sons of Zebedee, James and John, they go to Jesus and they say, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. This is such a toddler question. And Jesus is a pro because, mind you, he doesn't say, oh, okay. He says, well, tell me what you want. And they say, grant us to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left in glory. Now, I've heard this preached as a warning to not grab for power, God's power, but I really don't think that's what's happening here. I think that James and John are scared. I think they're anxious. And I think they love God, but they love Jesus so much that even leading into the unknown, the eternal, they desire to be so close to him. Let us sit at your right and at your left. Let us be so close to you. And I don't know about you, but I can really relate to feelings of anxiety and fearfulness of what lies ahead of the unknown. And I do the exact same thing that James and John do. I reach out to God in my fear, in all of the anxieties. I want to be closer. I need to be closer to God. And Jesus says to them, I don't think you know what you're asking. Because I think James and John, when they ask to be close to Jesus, they are asking for Psalm 91. We are scared and we are anxious. Don't let anything bad happen. We are frightened and we don't know what's coming next. Please, protect us to the very tip of our toes. But Jesus tells them, to be close to me is to be close to suffering and pain. To be close to me is to be close to heartache and fear. To be close to me is to be close 
to the oppressed and the poor and the desperate and the destitute. Because what is Jesus? What is Jesus? Who is Jesus? Jesus is love. God's love made incarnate. And who needs love the most? You don't know what you ask, says Jesus, because to be close to love is to be close to where love goes. To the brokenhearted, into, into the very things that scare you the most. So when we pray and we desire to be close, when we long long to be held in that embrace of love. Do we know what we're asking for? I think we do. Because I could do another round of raising of hands of how many of you have sat with someone who was brokenhearted? And how many of you have cared for a loved one? And how many of you, in the midst of anxiety and fear, moved forward in life? This is the price we pay for love. This is the price we pay for love. And so, let's continue to pray Psalm 91 prayers. But let us also live the truth of one who desires to be close to the love of God. And that is to go bravely in love where Jesus would go to the brokenhearted, to the sick, to the lonely, to those who need love. Amen.